Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Now, if you're a Christian entrepreneur, you know the struggles of trying to create a, a profitable business. You know how hard it is to get everything set up, the, the hassle of trying to drive traffic to your website, handle all the, the questions, handling sales calls, customer support, website support, updates, answering emails, social media posts, and, and the list goes on and on. I know, I've done it. Actually, a more accurate term would be I lived it, amen, because it consumes your life. It really does. And being an entrepreneur is usually a very lonely business model, if you want to be honest about it. People think you're crazy trying to, to do something new or adding a twist to what others are already doing. Something new, something different, something impossible. And if you're attempting to do something nobody has done before, the difficulties quadruple on you fast. I know. I've lived it for 12 years. When Evangelism Radio was started, nobody was doing what the Lord had put on my heart to create. But when we build it, it worked beyond anyone's possible dream. And what started with one broadcaster, one listener, me, has grown into 45 broadcasters with listeners in over 160 nations and being rated at one time as the number one online Christian talk radio station in the world. Amen. Why am I sharing all this? Because our guest today specializes in helping you to become known as, quote-unquote, a badass in your niche. Dee Dee Hoffman is known as the badass wellness coach of the Badasspreneurs Business School and host of a podcast by the same name. He specializes in helping solopreneurs develop and execute what he calls rainmaking sprints by using podcast guesting to boost their visibility, to create credibility, and create a more successful business. Amen. This same thing I teach my clients. Folks, help me welcome to the program, Dee Dee Hoffman. Dee Dee, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. I appreciate it. Uh, it's a pleasure and a big honor to be part of your faith casters today, Robert. Amen. And you're joining us all the way from uh, Johannesburg, South Africa today, right? Yep, that's quite true. Amen, amen. Now, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is D.D. Hoffman? Uh, Robert D.D. Hoffman is an herb grower and a biologist from amen. sunny South Africa who transmuted into an online business geek. <laughs> amen, a biologist by, na uh, by calling, huh? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. So Didi is a nickname, correct? Yeah, Didi is a nickname. It's uh, quite a long story. Okay. How'd you yeah, get that name? Uh, when I was born, I was born in 1961. And we, in South Africa at that stage, we were still under a British colony. 
So we became a republic and we, we, we got our own currency, the South African rand, moving away from the British pound system. Uh, and my grandfather, uh, my, my Christian name is, is Daniel, and my grandfather at that stage, they had a little rhyme to get people to convert from uh, the British pound system to the South African rand system. And it was the, the person, the rhyme went across Don Decimal. And because my Christian name is Daniel, my grandfather gave me this nickname of, of DD, um, which, is, uh, which is supposed to be Don Decimal. But because he was, the accent that he had, it was pronounced DD, uh, which was actually quite wrong. But yeah, it just stuck with me my whole life. Hey, Amen. That's a great story. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Now, before you started in the online wellness industry, what did you do? A biologist? Uh, actually, a horticulturist and a herbologist. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so were you on your own or working for a company or how'd that work? On my own, I was a farm boy, grew up on a farm, uh, but uh, then decided to move into growing herbs. Uh, started to become a potted herb grower, was the first commercial potted herb grower in South Africa. Uh, mm. And there I learned all, all the hard things about solo entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. uh, later on, brought the family into, learned all the hardships of having a family business. Uh, which is, as most of the listeners, quite a different kettle of fish than mm -hmm. having you know partners and friends with you, uh, but also work with nature all the all that time. I did that for nearly four decades, Robert. Wow, um, was the best time of my life. Still is. I'm still very much involved into in, in, into food gardening and herb gardening. Uh, training herbalists in South Africa to use modern naturopathy as a modality. Um, but I always said, um, you know, the God blessed me with working with two of his best creations, uh, which are plants and people. Uh, and sometimes I preferred working with plants because they don't talk back. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, Amen. Sometimes... I prefer working with people because they talk back. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't try that for everything. The, 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 the whole experience of having to work and earn your living working with nature. And yeah. also, against also against nature because as a commercial grower, you try to fool nature so that you can produce quicker and you know, shorten your production times and schedules. Um, but I think the, the the basic thing about all that is that you learn to 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 be a faith-based entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, when you work with nature, you have to believe in a God, and you have to be dependent on on, on your Father. Yeah, Amen, Amen. Now, the term you use on your website that I see is rainmaking. Explain that term for us. Oh, I love that term. In, in ancient civilizations, the rainmaker was the person that had the magical powers to bring the rain, to nourish the crops, to feed the people. If the rainmaker lost his powers or her powers, there was no rain, no crops. People had to either starve or they had to move away. 
Now, today, the modern business rainmaker is exactly the same. And that's the person that's responsible for bringing the clients and the cash into the business. And you and I, as the business owners, whether we like that title and whether we accept that responsibility or not, we have to be the rainmakers because if yeah. we don't go out and make sure that we get the clients, nobody else is going to do it for us. That's true. Amen. Amen. So, and and you have a podcast by that deals with this. How long have you been podcasting? I'm an absolute newbie. Uh, I've published. <laughs> I'm going to publish my 60th episode next week. That's uh, not so a newbie. Yeah. That's that's doing yeah, good. That's doing good. Hey. Yeah, well, Robert, I'm still finding my feet. Eh? <laughs> I'm pivoting around and doing this and then trying that. <laughs> Amen. That's, yeah. that's the way you do it. Yeah. I love every moment of it. I think it's, I, uh, with what I know now, I wished I'd started like you five, ten years earlier. Yeah. But yeah, I really love the medium. It's a powerful medium. Yeah. Amen. Uh, you talk about the threefold power of podcasting. Can you explain that for us? Uh, in, in business, we basically have three avenues of generating business. And I, because of my horticultural background, my plant background, I like to call them seeds, nets, and spears. Mm. Now, the, the seeds are the slow, organic way of generating business. Now, podcast guesting and podcasting gives you that because you create your organic content that you can repurpose in different ways. Uh, you can create long-form blog, blog posts if you transcribe it. You can create social media posts. So it definitely covers the seeds, the organic content generation process of, of online doing online business. And then the nets. Uh, the nets is basically using other people's audiences and leveraging other people's networks. Um, and exactly what I'm doing here today. I mean, I'm, I'm exposed to your network now. Uh, you also get the opportunity to build relationships one-on-one -on -one with the hosts, uh, which is, for, for me personally, the main thrust and the main reason why I'm doing it, because that's, that's the nice thing. Uh, there's a saying that your net worth is your network. Amen. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah. that absolutely yeah. So that's that covers the nets. And then the spears. Uh, the spears is in the, in the direct outreach. Uh, the, let's call it the cold calling, going out there. And podcast guesting and podcasting gives you that as well because you have to get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and reach out to other guests to appear on your show or to hosts to appear on, the, on their shows. So three in one, there you have Amen. it. Amen. Nets. Amen. Yeah, nets, seeds, nets, and spears. Amen. That's good. That's good. How long did it take you, and when did you realize that podcast guesting was the best, as you say, rainmaking strategy ever? Yeah, that didn't come overnight. Um, I like to tinker with things. Uh, uh, but one day I was sitting and looking at the Badass Preneurs Business School and how I'm going to get it out there and how I'm going to get visibility. And at the same time, um, in the online world, they tell us uh, you, you need to generate content, so you have to do a lot of writing. Um, you have to spend time on social media. 
And a lot of the time it's just a waste. It's just going down a rabbit hole because you start scrolling and you're going here yeah. and you're going there. Yeah. Amen. And, the, and, and then I just said, and I thought, okay, isn't there something that I can do that when I do this one thing, it actually takes care of all these other things so that I'm not just all over the place, but I can focus a little bit more. Uh, and I was actually fortunate enough that same, that was the morning, the same afternoon, I had a guest on my podcast, um, and she started telling me how she is actually also trying to focus and refocus so that she can just focus more on, on building her audience. And then it just clicked. And then we realized, and the two of us discussed it, that if you actually just focus on this one thing, it actually automatically or automagically, like like mm -hmm. making rain, it takes care of creating your long-form content. It takes care of, of your, your social media posts because afterwards you can just take sound bites. You can make little waveform videos. You can, you know, the sky is literally the limit. Yeah. And that's why we decided to, to focus on this. Yep. Amen. I can't agree more. Uh, our ministry, before I started podcasting with the radio station, I mean, we were rated number one in the world, but, and, and the listening hours and all that were great. But once I started podcasting, we were being, I mean, our, our worldwide audience, the, the net grew bigger, I guess you could say. And part of that was because I talked about the radio station during podcast interviews and all that, and people would click on it, go find it. And then they'd, you know, not subscribe, but start logging back in. And, and uh, so that did grow our, our, our audience, which exposes to even more people, you know? So that's, yeah. Cause you know, I'd, I'd go out there and, and do interviews. And then, uh, because I was doing interviews, I was being exposed to more people and then they would come on our program and start doing interviews. And, and what started off as, uh, you know, like I, I, before we started the recording, I said in that first year, I did maybe seven interviews all year and, you know, we're coming up uh, almost 1,200 episodes uh, now. We're, we're closing in on that. We got uh, about another, probably another month or so, maybe two months, we'll be at 1,200 published episodes. And uh, every one of them is an interview, you know? So, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. And it all started by me doing interviews. <laughs> so, absolutely. As podcast guesting is one of the, best ways you can network and grow your audience. And that has resulted in increasing business revenue and all that as well for the, the ministry. So, so can you explain to us what the five-step rainmaking process is for our listeners? Yes, Robert, um, I'm a total left brainer. So I always need to have step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, uh, and adjust the checklist for myself. It also helps me to focus uh, so that I don't go all over the place. And it's just simply a, a process that helps you make sure that you capitalize and make the most of each and every podcast guesting appearance, every appearance that you appear on. Uh, and we start with the first one is just plan. Have, have a plan, have a game plan. Uh, it's, a, it's a sad fact that only about 1% of business owners plan but as we all know the saying is if you mm. fail to plan you plan to fail yeah so, Amen. so we start we start with a simple plan and we keep the plan very very simple we just basically set for ourselves um, objectives and key results 
Uh, and that can be as simple if you're going on to a podcast guesting sprint, can be as simple as saying to yourself, I'm going to do 10 pitches. And from of those 10 pitches, I expect uh, two, three or five, whatever your proficiency is, so many booked shows that I can go on. So just keeping it very simple. And then the next step is to pitch. Um, and that actually is a big opportunity uh, because most of the people out there that are doing podcast guesting do it, are doing the pitches completely wrong. Mm. So there's a process that you have to follow. And, and the process starts with actually identifying the audience that you want to appear in front of. And then from there, identifying the best podcasts that you need to get onto. Um, and a lot of people, uh, I mean, you know for, uh, from, from your experience and I know from my little experience of the podcast, how many pitches we get every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, peop <laughs> from people that got totally unrelated topics. I don't know, yeah. you know, what the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, exactly. And, and you don't know... You're like, why are they even reaching out to me? <laughs> don't they don't they read what this podcast is about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those are the two important steps. And then deciding on part of that whole planning and pitching process is being very clear about the message that you want to, to take out there and being consistent with that message. Um, it's like, uh, I don't think... A lot of people don't realize that podcast guesting to a large extent is exactly the same than the public speaking uh, circuit. Uh, and in the public speaking circuit, if you want to be successful, you pick one topic and you stay with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, you, and you get good at it. Um, and then from there, making sure that before you send out that pitch, that you have actually gone to the trouble to listen to that podcast to see if you, before you even contact the host, if you resonate with that host and if you resonate with the contact. Um, and then from there, send out the pitches. And then last step in that little pitch cycle, which is actually the m most time-consuming cycle or, or step, is to, to follow up. Because as many as 75% of your yes answers will come from the follow-ups. It won't be from the first That's email. That's true. Um, yeah. uh, we both know you get those emails in, 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 your, in your inbox uh, I want to be on your podcast but you have other stuff to do and that's not a priority now so it gets, it gets put on the back burner and then people forget yep. the third step very, yeah, third step very important step and, and, and also underutilized step is to actually go and present like you would have presented on a public speaking stage. Um, I, I, I say to my students, if you don't feel nervous before you go onto the podcast guest, you probably are either arrogant or you didn't prepare well. Yeah. You have to prepare. Uh, you have to be, make sure that you, what you want to say uh, and make sure that you are actually focusing on the host and listening. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we've both had the experience of you ask somebody a question and they answer like a politician. Mm -hmm. uh, something yeah. completely different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so 
So that presentation step is is very important to make sure that you actually are prepared. And that the, that goes. The, let me interrupt for a second because mm, that goes on yeah, both welcome. sides of the podcast, not just going That's on true. someone's show and researching what the show is about and, and get the feel for how how the interviewer is going to be. But if you're doing the interview, you need to research the person you're talking to. Like we brought out some things to talk about and things like that. But uh, you know, I I always enjoy doing as much it put it like this if you know a 45 minute interview will take me at least an hour to an hour and a half to prepare for you know and and you know when i'm invited on to another show or you know i approach and and get accepted to go on a podcast i do my prep i do at least another hour hour and a half prep just even though i know what i'm talking about just to get a feel for the what the show is well and you can tell when they didn't prepare anything at all, you know, they, they're like, Oh, i got an interview in five minutes. Okay. Let me get ready. Hi, how are you doing? Okay. Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can tell, you really can tell. So you need to prepare on both sides of the microphone. So, so yeah. sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I love that you raised that point because I think it's so, so, so important that we always realize that, even though this is a, a one-on-one conversation that we're having, doing a Zoom call, there are actually listeners out there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, I think it's very important that when you, before you pitch, and, and even in, in, the, in the third step when you're doing your preparation, is go and listen to an episode again. Uh, because, uh, you know, I was prepared because I know what your first question was going to be today <laughs> every show <laughs> yeah every show but you'd be so, surprised how many um, people but, are surprised with that question you know they ooh, yeah oh uh, wow okay yeah like they hadn't they had no clue it was coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> amen you know, and, and my podcast for for example i asked my my guests uh, the last question I asked them is any final words of advice for us? And, you know, you can there and, and you, definitely you, you, you can see this person was prepared. Uh, they knew that what they were going to say or sometimes they just go on around there uh, or a rave. So, but yeah, that whole preparation Amen. is very Amen. important. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth step, very important again, is to promote. A lot of guests think that the podcast host will promote the episode. And they do. They do. They, they've got the promotion. They, they notify their, their listeners. And, but it's a missed opportunity if you don't promote your own episode. And you really have to milk it for every little cent's worth. And there's, like I've already mentioned, there's so many ways that you can do that promotion. Uh, it can start by on the day that you're doing the recording to just notify, you know, if you're Instagrammer or a Facebooker or whatever, just pop a little message and say, I'm looking forward to this interview. Uh, just creating a little bit of awareness around that. Same with the day that the episode is. When it is, make time to actually promote it. And I realize that often, and I know from my own experience, that when it is, we don't, as a guest, you have no control over that. But, and when it is, when you're busy with another promotion, make time 
in the next week or the week thereafter to really do a good email blast out to your own listeners or your own following, your own tribe. Make sure that they know and focus on promoting the show. Don't focus so much on promoting yourself and your own message and how good an expert is. Focus on promoting the host and promoting the show. Uh, because that way you can do the same topic each and every week on a different podcast and you can keep on promoting that topic but putting the focus on the host. Amen. Really one of, the, one of the most missed opportunities I see guests and the biggest mistakes is not promoting. So that's the fourth step. And then the last step is the profit step. Um, if you really want to do this for business purposes and not just for vanity purposes, you have to have a little, let's call it a funnel because that's a word that goes out, the terminology. I don't like the word funnel because I don't want my clients and students in a funnel. Uh, I like the word value ladder, but you, you need something there where you can actually profit and monetize each and every appearance. Yep. And the, yep. the simplest way to do that is just to have a freebie or something Amen. that you can direct people to, collect their email addresses from there, and from there build a relationship with them. Uh, and, and I see, you know, I have a, for my podcast, I have a form that I ask my guests uh, to complete before the, the interview. And on that form, I give them the opportunity to tell me what lead magnet they want to promote short description and even a link so that they can include that in the show notes as well and robert you will be amazed at how many people and i know that's one of the questions i'm going to ask them tell us about your freebie tell us about this lead magnet and then they they give something that's totally unrelated exactly to what to what we've just talked about so yeah. there's no synchronicity uh, and then the listeners listen oh what you know, he talked about podcast guesting and now he wants me to download uh, a herb recipe book. You know, what's, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. That's so why I teach my to, clients that, as well. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Because so just that, recap, that new, you know, that, that little free, feet. yeah, that little free, it doesn't have to be much. It could just be mm -hmm. a PDF. You know, yeah. but something where they, oh, okay, yeah, well, it's free. And they, yeah, okay, click and they fill out the email and they get it instantly. You don't want to wait three, four days yeah. to send it to them. It has to be instant. And that allows you to build that relationship, as you said, uh, with yeah. them from that point on. Now, they might not ever hear from them again. That's okay. That's part of business. Yeah. You know, people, yeah. if you had a brick and mortar shop, somebody walks in, looks around, walks out, doesn't buy nothing. Okay. You know, there's just nothing here for you. That's all. Mm. But someone walks in and says, oh, even if it, it was just, you know, $1.99 or something, they are now a customer. Yeah. So. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with D.D. Hoffman, as he's been sharing some great strategies with what he calls the rainmaking strategies of growing your business. We've been discussing mainly online businesses, you know, coaching businesses, etc. But you can also apply these same strategies with just a little modification to a traditional brick and mortar business as well. Amen. Drop down in the show notes. Get in touch with D.D. Hoffman as he has a free gift for you down in the show notes. Just just for you. Just go down there and click it and you can have it. And be sure to come back for the next episode as we continue our discussion on some important tips to help you grow your business 
Until then, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.